0: welcome to Combat Thoughts. I'm Robbie. I'm Lee. And I'm Alex. We're going to take a deeper look at the cultural philosophy behind martial arts. Hello and welcome to episode 61 of Combat Thoughts. This week we are going sumo. We are talking to Mandeep. He is the British sumo champion. Um, he has an interesting perspective on the sport and um, really we get to, we talk to him to get to know a bit more about sumo which i think is a an under and uh under sport within the uk uh it's there's a lot of beautiful history to it it's an amazing sport and uh, i think um it's one that really needs to be spread around more so i hope you enjoy sumo probably not well-known enough in the UK. Uh, Can you give us like just a a little overview from a more educated perspective, and then we'll get on to your personal journey? Sure.
1: Um, So, as one would find, sumo wrestling itself um, is over 2,000 years old. Um, But uh, amateur sumo, um, as a sport, has kind of developed... Um, considerably over the last, I would say, about a hundred years, mm-hmm. and um, Great Britain is one of the um, originals in terms of countries that formed a um, federation. Um, currently, amateur sumo, which is what I'm involved in, is spread over six continents and eighty plus countries. Um, there is a, there is an overriding body called the International Sumo Federation. They were Mm -hmm. actually set up after Great Britain's Federation in 1985. Um, Mm -hmm. but that, that's, uh, since been, uh, based in Derby in the East Midlands. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the history of sumo and British sumo. Uh, but my journey began about five years ago when I was 35 years young.
0: No problem. So, thirty-five years—quite late to get into a combat sport in general. How did it all happen?
1: Um, well, born and raised in this this uh, country uh, in the United Kingdom in England, um, I saw the the uh, sport, the the professional version of the sport, on Channel Four. Um, they used to show it uh, there, and. Um, I'm sure many people of my kind of generation may recall that. But um, eventually it was phased out. And then with the advent of the internet, um, it was something that I had come across some five years ago. Uh, And when I did, it just sparked, you know, a thought came in my mind. that I wonder if there's a following of the sport in the U.K., and that's when I done some research, and I found what I, I shared with you a moment ago in terms of the uh, British Sumo Federation in in Derby. Um, got in touch with the person who runs it, um, a gentleman by the name of Steve Pateman, whose alias name is Sumo Steve. Very <laughs> uh, apt, I'm sure you'd find. the point. Uh, I'd agree, um, and yeah, he he was very very uh, welcoming, um, and. You know, I simply gave him my, my stats, my age, my, my size, etc., cetera, and uh, my, my background uh, insofar as sports are concerned. And he said, you're most welcome to give it a go. Um, so I did the following month. This was November 2016, and I've not looked back since. It's been an incredible journey. Um, there have been eight tournaments in the UK till date, Um, that I've been a part of. Um, And my record stands at one silver and seven gold. So I am the current British champion. Tremendous. Um, Yeah, yeah, well, look, it's clearly something that's
0: resonated with you quite strongly. What was it about seeing this the first time you saw sumo? And what, what was it that made you say, you know, I want to be part of that?
1: Um, a number of things, a number of things, uh, really. I mean, the, the exact uh, specific one at the time was that I saw someone give an open palm thrust to someone's face, and I thought, ouch. <laughs> and uh, um, I-, I wondered if that was, you know, to disrespect the other person. Um mm-hmm. But from the commentary that I was hearing on the side, it was very interesting how um, it was explained that this is not done to disrespect the person, but rather to disturb their sense of balance. Um, Because what you find is if your face is in one direction or your hand, you can't push in the other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the game or the sport, um, it's very, very simple. very brutal i might add uh, it can be very brutal as well but uh, very simple in that you're in a very small uh, space 15 foot diameter circle and the rules are that as as, as most would know you, you go at it one on one and um the the objective is to either get your opponent out of the space first or down so when i say down the only part of your body that's allowed to touch the Uh, circle are the soles of your feet. If any other part of your body is brought to touch the the canvas uh, or the clay, you've lost the other person's one. It's a best of one. So you really got to be your best. No room for mistakes. No, none at all. Uh,
0: It it interests me uh, uh, because I think um, a lot of people might think that sumo is a purely grappling art but the thrust of the face i mean strikes are allowed to an extent um yeah. that's one fundamental misunderstanding about sumo a lot of people have but i find it interesting about the uh, cultural sort of implications of it um mm-hmm. uh, i got into uh, sorry uh, i got into sumo a lot uh, last year where I'm watching hakuho's uh last couple of tournaments um, oh yes yeah. Uh it, it was interesting to see there was one particular bout where he r- really went for the striking aspect. Um really slugged it out with someone to try and basically knock them out. Um but kind of got uh the counts I don't know about the politics but there was a the council in Japan really uh mm-hmm. didn't like that so much. Um yeah. I find are these specifically Japanese influences or are they sumo influences in general and do you have a sort of a a cultural bias uh, and a sort of sport bias towards performing in certain ways.
1: So um, Hakuho, who you've who you mentioned, on paper is the GOAT, the greatest of all time. Um, they, there are uh, several divisions and several ranks within the top division. Um, Hakuho was one of the 73 Yokozunas till date. Currently, mm-hmm. there's only one active Yokozuna, Yokozuna Terunofuji. Um, But but Hakuho, who's just recently retired, yes, he was known for being quite offensive. Um, And I I guess if I compare it to other sports, when you're at the top of your game, um, I'm cautious of using the word cheap shots. (laughs) <laughs> but um, you know when you're when you're doing a hanker, as in you're slipping to the side, or you're you're smacking someone's face with an open uh, palm. Of course, it's frowned upon. It's it's within the rules. You can do it, but it's not seen as fitting of someone who has achieved that status. Mm-hmm, so that's where you you might have felt that, or the commentary that you would have heard might have suggested, "Ooh, that's a bit you know touch and go." The you because know, in the Liberation Council or the uh, Japanese Sumo Association um, may have sort of commented on that uh, as, as being controversial. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, he, he was also a, a master of so many other techniques. He was very, very versatile uh, and is really some someone that people look up to even today. Absolutely.
0: And are there sort of, ideals within the techniques and the way people conduct themselves are there sort of aspects that uh sumo tries to promote
1: yeah i mean essentially there's two styles there's either your um uh, both uh, common to grappling uh, as you touched upon earlier so so one is the pusher thruster um in which you would do the strikes Um, which which you said you were not so familiar with uh, previously, which is fine. The other is the belt technician. So you have this uh, belt, the Mawashi, which on its own weighs about three to five kg, so it's quite a heavy piece of kit. But it's on there to be used uh, as leveraging, as for leveraging, to sort of get someone off kilter. Mm -hmm. That's the thing, obviously. It's like
2: the kind of arm around the back, isn't it, and
1: take a grip.
2: Take a great. You could
1: do, from, that, the, I, you do from the front, the side, or the back. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But um, essentially, the the game is is uh, based on the sport is based on a number of things, but uh, balance is, is is key in that, and uh, that's a that's a big uh, tool in keeping balance or getting someone off it. How how you're basically trying to. Um, develop and maintain a lower center of gravity, raise your opponent's uh, center of gravity, and essentially push them out or then take them down. So some so people at... So, sorry. Sorry.
2: I was going to say it's a segue into a question I had. Um, we spoke on the podcast a lot about kind of the first time you go to a gym or first training session, kind of how intimidating, how scary it is. What, what was that? What does a training traditional training session look like? And then kind of your first training session, what what, what was that like?
1: So my, my first session was um, just with the coach. And of course he wants people to come back. So he wasn't that, um, you know, intimidating (laughs) although I tell you what he he is uh hard as bricks he's he's a really uh tough tough man um on the inside and out but uh no he's a real community worker as well is Steve um so so that wasn't so intimidating but in terms of my first uh competition because I was actually just thrown straight in the deep end and put in a competition and won it Um, That was a little bit more intimidating because, you know, you're you're sort of, as you would, comparing yourself to somebody else, whether that's in relation to height or weight or definition or experience or style. Um, You don't really get time to study your opponent. You know, essentially, you you will then uh, look towards others Uh, And and feel maybe that they are going to influence how you might perform or not, uh, as the case may be. But ultimately, um, like most other combat sports, um, sumo is about being in the moment. And so you have to almost have those thoughts which keep you in check about the other people around you whether you Mm -hmm. get a chance to study them uh, as much as you'd like or not, but then bring it back to yourself. You know, it's about being grounded. It's about having certain values, certain skills, uh, a certain emotional intelligence and building on that. And that's not something that you can do in one training session or one tournament. It takes a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really what the journey is about for me, to see how I can um, continually improve myself, but um, also help others. I heard a, a lovely uh, proverb, uh, which was that when we broaden our outlook from competition to contribution, then life becomes a celebration. So this is what oh. I'm, I'm doing in that I'm, I'm looking at how far I can push myself um, on a competitive level, but I'm also trying to give back by by supporting the coach who has empowered me, who's entrusted me along with some other um, wrestlers in our team uh, and uh, being accessible for people closer to me here in uh, West London to, to have other people uh, experience the same. And what's actually amazing about um, um, amateur sumo is three things in particular. So one is that there are different weight classes. Uh, the other thing is that, um, there is no age restriction, which we can expand upon if you like. But basically, uh, what I'm saying here is that in Japan, there is an age restriction. If you're over a certain age, you're just going to be watching from the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the, the final point that I want to say is a USP to amateur sumo um, is, is quite fitting today because it's International Women's Day um, in that women wrestle as well.
0: Is that not something that happens in Japan and traditional no. sumo then? It's much more limited.
1: That's right. That's right. It's It's uh, uh, very orthodox. It's, it's mm. men only, um, as before, mm. you cannot get in if you're over 23, um, and there are no weight classes. There's almost just like an absolute weight where you look at the average, and the average weight of someone there is about 150 kilos, which is a lot of man.
2: 23 is quite a young age season as well, isn't it?
1: And that's the cutoff. So people would have started, obviously, much, much before in preparation. Wow.
2: I didn't know about yeah. that. that, that I, I knew about the kind of male only, I, I researched that, but I didn't know about the age limit. That, that feels yeah. really good. So, it kind of if, limits. If you're, if, limit. you're, if, you're a, if you're a
1: university champion, if, if you've achieved significantly, then they'll push it up to 25. Yeah. But um, that's it. If you're older than that, then you're just looking yeah. from the sides. Um, and in how brutal the sort of uh, lifestyle is over there, you'd really see people wrestling beyond uh, sort of your late 30s. Mm-hmm. Well, people do often end up,
0: I've seen a lot of sumo uh, fighters end up with quite short knees and stuff like that. It's quite, must be quite a hard sport, especially if you get yourself up to 150 plus kilos. It's just going to take such a toll on your body.
1: Well, um, My view, if I can share, is that it's not about the gross figure on the scales. It's about the body composition. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. So I wouldn't mind weighing 150, 200, whatever that figure is, as long as my body composition was right in terms of muscle to fat to water. We need all of it. But in what ratio? That's the question. Hmm. And that's where technique comes in. You see some people, they look extremely lean, but they are of that size because muscle weighs more. And their flexibility, my God. So um, it's, it's quite different in Japan, um, without a doubt, because of the funding as well. Uh, in mm-hmm. amateur sumo federations, it's all self-funded. That's another big challenge uh, that we have, but ultimately, um, we do it for the love of it
0: yeah and is sumo a, is it growing much in the UK is it, is it expanding and developing a lot
1: so my view is yes um, it's it's gradual but again there's a saying that a slow burn makes the gravy um, basically it's, it's about what you do it's about <laughs> what you do so I i um, here with you, you, you uh, lovely lads chatting today to your audiences and, and hopefully sharing uh, some of the sumo I love. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm constantly trying to uh, integrate with the local community and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, spread awareness, raise awareness uh, as well in that way. And others are doing the same in the Midlands, up north, so that when we have these... Um, regional or national training sessions and tournaments, more people have an opportunity to um, watch and hopefully take part. Because I feel that this country has huge potential, but um, I'm going to come up with another one, right? Um, The saying is that if if you don't market yourself, it's like winking at a girl in the dark. Only (laughs) you know you're doing it. So it's all about marketing. It's all about marketing, but performing also, performing also. So, um, yeah, if, if I give an example, um, we've we done a very recent, I've done a very recent uh, taste the session with um, an affiliate club of British Judo here in West London in Hillingdon. Um, and it was two back-to-back sessions. One was with these 5- to 12-year-old kids Uh, whose parents were also there. They absolutely loved it. Um, And straight after that, it was with the adults who also took a real uh, fancy to it and said, when are you coming back? So we're working on doing more with uh, British Judo um, as we are with some other combat sports because ultimately, it's a compliment. It really compliments and and, um, shakes up their training. Um, And it's something that we, we... want to do more and more of but also develop British uh, sumo in its own right
0: mm-hmm. of course and, and and mentioning those other martial arts I mean w- what is it about sumo that draws you in versus I don't know starting jiu-jitsu or wrestling or something like that why, why, is, why is sumo special for you
1: Um, I I would never put one sport over the other. They're all, uh, lovely in their own way. But mm-hmm. what I would say is that I have seen that those more developed sports, um, in certain markets, cause you'd argue sumo being a national sport of Japan is very developed over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but these other martial arts that, that you, you sort of speak about, um, they have a a very respected, but very drawn out process of progression. Whereas if you look towards uh, sumo, not just British sumo, but amateur sumo in general, heck even uh, professional sumo, it's purely based on performance. You can basically um, do very very well, very, very quickly. Mm. That's not to take away from other sports that you do. A lot of our team do Sambo, do uh, BJJ, do rugby um, and all sorts. But they love this because um, it means easy progression. There's also a sense of community, of course, as with the others. Um, And I I guess there's also an underlying respect. You, You see in some martial arts, Um, they've become quite commercial. There's a lot of trash talking. You won't get that here. So if that's your thing, by all means, you know, go ahead, look at that or or take part in it. But here, you know, um, it's about understanding that often the barrier is not what it seems in front of you, but what is within. And people will help you to overcome that. And when you have overcome that, you think, wow, where was I and where am I now? Let's carry on with the journey and see where this is gonna go. My, my biggest opponent, if I give an example, I say opponent loosely, uh, he's a very good friend of mine now. Um, his name is Neil Scott, I call him Nelly um, for short. Um, he's, he's a Derby lad and um, about my age, but not my size. Um, I'm six foot two uh, and 125 kilos. And um, he's six foot seven, and when I first faced him, he was 175 kilos. So it was very much a David and Goliath situation. I, I saw him uh, first time face to face, and I thought, gosh, how am I going to get past you? But then it was the, the divine and conquer uh, thinking process that a part is not as big as the whole. That when we began, I just focused on a part. And um, with God's grace, with a bit of uh, confidence and just going for it, um, I was able to um, beat him in that match. We've had some historic matches in the past, uh, but we've also uh, worked together. Worked together because another thing that um, the listeners, perhaps yourselves, you, you, you're not aware of is that. In amateur sumo, there's also a team format. So you're not having more than one-on-one in a particular match, but Mm -hmm. supposing you have Team GB versus Team Norway. So you'll Mm -hmm. have three people from one side and three people from the other. And basically the team that gets two wins has one for the whole team. Mm -hmm. So that's another angle to basically um, having serious fun. Well, interesting, because it adds
0: on a whole sort of level of... New dimension. Uh, it's a whole level of accountability. Um, it's a sort of nervousness. Uh, so in jujitsu competition, if I lose, it's like, oh, well, you know, it's kind of like I would want to win for my team, but at the end of the day, I haven't actually lost. It's only me. The team format gives a whole new stress, a whole new yeah.
1: level yeah yeah yeah
0: um and i never also would have thought that the 120 kilo man was going to be uh david in the david and goliath story (laughs) i was going to say the
2: size of me and you robbie it's goliath against
0: goliath (laughs) (laughs) yeah um well, Manny, look, uh, we're coming up to the half hour mark. Um, okay. Like we said about at the start. Um, I guess I ask uh, a couple of things. I mean, firstly, um, are there any sort of points you wanted to hit on? Anything you wanted to cover
1: off that you've not mentioned already? Uh, I could go on for hours. So, really, it's a matter of <laughs> what you guys want to know.
0: Um, Lee, anything you wanted to cover off at the moment?
2: Yeah, because, well, one for me, you've spoke a lot about the kind of the balance, the flexibility, the strength, the technique. Mm. What yeah. what would you kind of say is the key ingredient to being kind of, not just naturally good at it, but being able to pick it up quickly? Is it a kind of focus on the technique? Is it that strength? Is it the kind of, I don't know, core strength, low center of gravity? What what do you kind of value as the most useful skill?
1: Wow. Yeah. Um... So for me, um, it, it's of course a composite of many factors which I've touched upon, um, but at the heart of it, it's about your your values, and that is um, in line with my message as well. Then, uh, which is that it's about being a champion of values, mm-hmm. you know, because it's about being grounded, and being grounded can't just be about your physical state. Um, it has to be about where you are mentally and that that's almost like an iceberg where what's underneath is basically your values. So I'm Mm -hmm. I'm talking about, um, your selflessness, you know, um, in, in knowing that the sport is always bigger than the athlete. I'm talking about your, your composure, your calm rather than getting angry when you get smacked in the mouth. So then, at that stage, being able to respond rather than react, you know, and you can take that outside of the circle at school, at work, at home. It's very transferable. Um, you know, uh, other values like contentment, thinking as long as you are given your best um, at a particular moment in time, if you didn't meddle, if you didn't meddle. Don't be scared of falling down, be scared of not getting back up. So, being content yeah. with if you've done your best. Um, being in a state of what we call detached attachment, you know, where, where uh, as a value, um, you, you love people and use things, not the other way around except mm-hmm. you're interdependent with them so if those people if those things that title for example that i'm british champion if that's not there tomorrow you don't feel like you've lost your bearings yeah yeah sorry i'm going a little deep but that's my nickname yeah. <laughs> um, well, and i then, think
2: what you have discussed tonight and what you've said actually comes to a lot of what we talk about in this podcast is the purity of martial arts yeah so like there is a big commercialization in martial arts and there is money to be made in different sports and things like that but ultimately when you boil down to what a martial art is it's what you're describing and that's what martial arts was for a lot of people before it became a money thing
1: yeah i I think there's there's
2: a real purity in the way you speak about your martial art
1: so thank you thank you i i I give credit to that to you know my spiritual guides and mentors my parents and my, my coach of course but um, the last value that I, I often talk about, um, not not to you know suggest it's in any order of priority, but is humility. That it's, mm-hmm. it's very much about being humble rather than um, you know harnessing ego. So so for me, um, it's about being a champion of values, and maybe I I, I say this uh, as I said because of my influences, but also because. Uh, I'm an influencer, and I'm not talking about um, on social media channels, but because I'm a young father. So I'm thinking my son is looking to me, six-year-old Ash, and, you know, I, I, I may or may not be able to be a model, but I'm certainly a role model and for him. So I need to be a certain way in my thoughts, in my feelings, in my actions. And and that's what I'm trying to... Um, express through sumo uh, and i'm having fun so if, if you don't enjoy what you do then you need to change it <laughs> change what you do or how you do it so that that that's my my take on the skills that you you need uh among others mm. what's most important in uh sumo uh, in martial arts for me
0: yeah i mean it's much more about the sort of um spiritual journey then rather oh, yeah. than yeah well it's um it's about the life lessons it teaches you which i think is uh normally the thing that the people who seem to get most out of martial arts talk about whatever the martial art happens to be
2: yeah yeah i mean there's very few people who enter martial arts and do it properly and don't touch that kind of spiritual side of it and that element so i think kind of tapping into that is the important part of getting into martial arts i think From my perspective, and I know kind of being the advocate for Sumo, if people wanted to kind of get into it, do a training session, where would you recommend they kind of look up?
1: Um, I I would definitely recommend everyone um, uh, looks at sumo.org.uk. It's a bit of a dated website, but we'll we'll update it eventually. Um, It has Steve's details on it, and I'd recommend you go and see him. Um, But if you are then closer to... um, London um, or uh, Yorkshire, then we have those satellite um, locations as well, where someone could come and uh, watch, and more, more to the point, take part uh, and and uh, you know experience it for themselves. I mean, and you know, I, I could go on in my five years and talk about how I have um, travelled to over eight countries, including the home of it all in Osaka, Japan. Um, I couldn't mm-hmm. quite do Tokyo. That's uh, certainly still on the, the list and hopefully will be done soon. Um, I, I've had the, the uh, great fortune of representing Great Britain uh, on, on all those occasions um, and have meddled for the country abroad as well. Um, but it's not about me. It's about you. Sure. So um, I, I, I would love for um, this, this uh, exchange that we're having to ignite something in other people as well, to, to, to say to themselves, um, could I be good at this? Let's give it a go. And, and not let their size or their age or their gender or anything like this uh, be a barrier. Because if you don't actually have a go, you're not going to know. And especially when I talk about um, the weight classes, it doesn't always have to be 125 versus 175. It could very much be about being pitted against someone of your own um, height and weight or, you know, someone in that sort of range. Um, I- I'm sure you'd find it uh, an amazing experience.
0: We hope you enjoyed that episode. If you did, please consider subscribing to the podcast and checking us out on YouTube facebook and instagram under the name combat thoughts we'll see you next time